Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And today we have our first ever guest. A very special guest here in the studio. That's right. AKA our basement. This is so professional. <laughs> Nobody knows it's a basement. Leave that out of this, it. I mean, I would have believed that it was a studio. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you. Yeah. This is our friend, Melissa. She's amazing. Hi, Melissa. I'm amazing. <laughs> Quite some time. And one of the reasons we invited her on, aside from the fact that she's amazing and a close friend of ours, is mm-hmm. that... Uh, I noticed online that she is a big Matrix fan, and we're here to talk about the Matrix Resurrections. Just barely got through yep. that. It's really hard to remember which is which. Yeah, and, it um, is. We're going to review that movie that Jan and I watched just a few hours ago for the first time. Oh, oh no. boy. She oh, was no. loving it. Look at that expression. I think we're going to have differing levels of opinion here. Yeah. I'm very interested so. to hear what you have to say about, well, we all have about different, the Matrix. Yeah. We all have very different experiences, I think, with the franchise. True. Yeah. And I was going to ask you guys to go through like what your, I mean, I kind of know Yana's experience with it because uh-huh. I just sat through it for the last few days. Yeah. But I like, like just your franchise up until this move, uh, your impression of the franchise or idea of it, your opinion of it up to this point, up to this movie. Should we start with me or Melanie? You know, I want to hear, I really want to hear what you, yeah. We'll start with the bad news. (laughs) I saw the first Matrix movie when it first came out. And I mean, like everyone, I thought the effects were very cool. The people in the air and the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, but for me, it was like, okay, it's an action movie and it's like an interesting idea, but whatever. And then I watched the second one just because I had seen the first one and I was like, okay. And, and I right. did not see the third one because I did not give a shit about <laughs> anything that was happening to these people. <laughs> and so I watched all of them now mm-hmm. at Jeremy's <laughs> suggestion. We rewatched the first and second and I watched and the, the third, third one and then we watched the most recent one. Did was you go to the movies or? No, we just watched it at home. I watched it at home and I was cuddled See, up no. under a blanket and it was, it's a great movie to, fall asleep. to nap to. <laughs> I, was I was went like, to sleep real, real bad. I was bad. like sleep training oh, no. a baby. I was like, you gotta stay awake. We gotta talk about this later. Oh no. Uh, and I was like, I'm awake. Yeah. He's going back in the pod. I know, I know what's happening. Yeah. Like, if you fall asleep, that's, I mean, that's the review. I mean, my, I yeah. fell asleep and that's what I thought right. of it. I mean, my worry, <laughs> see, I just, this might have been unfounded, but my worry at a time was like, oh, this new one, it's the fourth of the series, and Yana's going to be, like, lost if she doesn't see the mm-hmm. series up to that point. Yeah. And then now I'm realizing that, like, hmm, maybe doing, uh, <laughs> like, maybe waterboarding Yana with Matrix movies <laughs> yeah. ahead of this one. Was not a great experience. Before. It was a lot of Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I think you but could have just seen like the OD new one, Matrix. and that yeah, would have been probably. okay. Yeah. I it, mean, there was it, plenty of flashbacks and and like just yeah, they yeah. sort of explained what happened in the previous movies. So like I feel right. like that's probably also everyone knows the gist of the Matrix. Yeah, but yeah. not young people. They don't know. No, I tried to talk to talk to Adrian about watching it, and they were just like, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's just some dumb action movie that no, even like dad's like even like Jason's age. I oh, think, really? Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. I was, there was like a time where I was in a college class, like a couple Jason of years ago. Jason is her husband. Jason is my husband. 
Um, I was in class in college a couple of years ago. And so let's say if I was 30, that the students were like 20, 21, something like that. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the matrix came up, obviously the professor had seen it. Mm -hmm. And I said some comments of like, well, everybody, whatever. And the professor was like, I don't think that's true. I'm getting a lot of looks here of like dumbfounded. (laughs) And he did, he did a poll of like who has seen it. No one in the room but me had seen the fire. Really? Matrix. I was like, what the fuck? You're so our parents. Now. It was so we iconic so when it came out. It was out. so iconic. That like, was everybody shocking. knew. I feel like everybody knew the most iconic scenes because after the right. Matrix, literally every other movie and cartoon afterwards yes. ripped off yeah. the hovering in the air thing. Shrek ripped mm-hmm. off the hovering in the air thing. Yeah, like the parodies of it. That was a parody of The Matrix, though. It wasn't a real Yeah. Though. Oh, no, no. I mean, they, like, alluded to that right. scene. No yeah. one was trying to pull it off as their yeah. own thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, you mean it was parody I, I misspoke. Like it, yeah, uh, it was yeah, parody. It was like a mother. Yeah. It was parody. SNL like, did everything. Right. Thing. So, like, everybody at least knew those scenes. Yeah, they Not were in the, the trailer. That, it's it's, it's yeah. come out of the consciousness of culture now. And people truly don't. Like wow. under a certain age, and I would say under thirty. Really? Like right, right now, under thirty, people have no mm. idea. They they haven't seen it. They've yeah. heard of the new one now because there's it's been probably, so much publicity. It's probably going to be that thing where kids watch it. If you show a kid the Matrix, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, "I've seen, I've seen so many movies like this now. Right. This is not interesting to me because but they don't it, understand the bullet. Like, this was the right. first one. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing yeah. the story of a guy watching Apocalypse Now. And yeah. there's a scene in that movie where the helicopters are, are like are coming in to attack and they're playing the ride of the Valkyries. Yeah. And him being like, This is so corny. This is so like this is so cheesy. And uh-huh. it's like, well yeah, because at the time it was revolutionary and so right. many movies have copied that since then. When you go back and watch the original, it's like cheesy and has right. been at that point. And it's probably the same thing with the Matrix, I would imagine. So Yeah. So what is your like what's your deal with the Matrix? Oh, okay. So um the, so I watched it when I was a kid. When it first came out, my whole family went to the theaters. Really? My entire family went to the theaters. Wow. And also, very fucking painful moment. I don't know if you... Do you remember how the second one starts? Did you just rewatch the second one too? Yeah. Yeah. So the second one I starts with like that fucking like huge sex scene. Oh, and yeah. And they're like, it's, like, it's yeah. like the big dance party and yeah. everyone is like licking each other and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like a weird orgy. Yeah, it's like a weird orgy. Yeah, I remember seeing that when it first came out and I was like, what? Yeah, well, I was sitting like between like my mom and my younger uh-huh. brother uh-huh. at the fucking movie theater and it was like, it Yours. would not end. Like that scene would not fucking stop. Uh-huh. And that was, yeah. yeah. So anyway, my whole family, <laughs> we fucking loved The Matrix. Like The Matrix was like a part of our family. Like we watched it so oh, much. That's awesome. We had a family yeah. joke. Cause my mom is like a, a, um, like a total clean freak. We had a family joke that like when Neo's like dodging the bullets and that was my mom like catching things like that we were like throwing around the house. Like we fucking love the matrix Aww. in my house. We are so all about it. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I, it like, when when I find out that young people have not seen or heard of the Matrix, I immediately get like old lady angry. I'm like, how dare you? You're like, you don't even know. I'm like, you don't even know. Revolutionary. <laughs> it had bullet time. It changed a lot of movies. Slow-mo, like, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. It's. I'm just now remembering. I had a similar experience as a child with my mom, mm-hmm. who in 1995 they had just re-released Star Wars on VHS tapes it was the it was like a, bo- a black box set and mm-hmm. the tapes had like an interview with George Lucas at the beginning of it okay. and uh we wa- we were in the store and my mom was like have you ever are you into Star Wars like because mm-hmm. it was like a new display and I was like I don't know what that is and my mom was like are you kidding me you don't know what Star Wars and she was like uh, all right. I'm going to show you what's Star Wars And then she Wars bought is. the first tape and showed it to me and uh, it, it had an effect so like yeah how old were you I was 10 it's perfect age to yeah, get Star Wars. Yeah, it's perfect age to get perfect Star Wars. Age, yeah. uh, obviously, and uh, it sort of took hold in my brain, and now I'm like a huge Star Wars director. Yeah. But like, I, that isn't always the experience with kids. But it, I just I just now I'm realizing that at that time, Star Wars was only like 18 years old, and The Matrix is oh, now right. 20, 20 years 22, old. 23 years oh, old. That's nice. Came out, came out in 1999. Yeah. So yeah, this year it'll be 23 years old, which is wow. insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, my experience with The Matrix is I didn't see it was in theaters. There was one kid in my school who was super into it, and he was, like, kind of a weird kid. I mean, he was, like, you know, there, every yeah, school has, like... Yeah, he tried to dress as Neo. And yeah, everyone has, oh. like, that weird kid that's, like, into that Ninja Stars and shit. Yes, absolutely. And, like, uh, he it was, like, that kid. 
And everyone was just like, okay, weird. And he was, um, yeah. I mean, he was just, it kind of put me off the movie. And then it came out on DVD. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to watch well, it because that fucking freak I mean, when, I to, when I went to school, like, you see the kids that were in the, the you see the kids yeah, that are influenced fucking, by the style yeah. of it. They're a little like, too into... Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, dude, you're inside. Take off Can the Can I just say, like, after watching all of these movies in such close succession, mm-hmm. yeah. by the end of the very last movie... I was I was done. I I the wanted to time. no. I wanted to yell at every single character. Cheek off your fucking sunglasses. <laughs> Just take them off. Why are you yeah. constantly I wearing sunglasses? sunglasses? You're inside and it's dark. You're in a dark nightclub. <laughs> Just take the, the sunglasses. They're very cool not for function. They're for cool. Lawrence Fishburne with his cool nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunglasses. it's amazing. They're all like very interesting shapes. Mm-hmm. They look. I I get it. It's like an aesthetic choice. She's over it. It was yeah, a lot like of sunglasses. Your mom it was like mode. a little too much. I totally disagree. Love the sunglasses. <laughs> Even when I saw them, it, so like when the new movie started and like the and then like the cool sunglasses thing. Uh huh. Like, yes. <laughs> We're doing <laughs> it, baby. More sunglasses in this one. I was like because I feel like from the first Matrix. The, the, when they all walk out together it, back into the Matrix and they uh-huh. all look fucking amazing and they're all black, whatever. Yeah. You're like, they're here to fuck shit up. Yeah. And that makes it cool. I mean. And so I, when I saw them in the new one with their sunglasses, I was like, here we go, I bitch. I mean, I feel yeah. like it's been like a universal cultural uh, signifier since like maybe the 40s or the 50s that like mm. sunglasses equals badass. Yeah. It still has not changed. Have really. you ever worn sunglasses? To look cool? No, no, like All inside or when like the five. light is dim. Oh. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure accidentally I've walked well, in. It's, it's extremely dark. You can't see anything. So hang on a second. Yeah. Well, hang on a second. So what you're saying is that yeah. when you wear glasses designed uh-huh. to block out the light and there's not that much light to they begin work. with, <laughs> the room is yeah, dark. Right is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, exactly. I was just, I was just confirming. Exactly what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So anyway, my experience with The Matrix is yeah. I didn't see it when it first came out in theaters. A neighbor had it on DVD, and I borrowed it from him. I was like, I had just got a new a DVD players were new at the time, mm-hmm. and I borrowed it, it along with a bunch of other movies, and it kind of like the movie like kind of melted my brain. I was playing out of this. Uh, I was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while I was watching it, and then uh-huh. the scene came where he like was in the pod <laughs> for the first time. When I was he's like, covered in KY jelly. I was not expecting. Yeah. Like you see, I don't think in any of the ads for the original Matrix movie they showed any of the real world shit. Mm-hmm. So when it went from like the slick like oh no, I wouldn't think they would because that needs to be like a big reveal. Yeah. yeah. So when it became like kind of gross, I was like, ooh, this is yeah. surprising, and that's right. kind of like where it, that's one of the reasons I think the movie was like rated R because I was like the the scene of like all the tubes. But bursting out of the right. body. Yeah, that was I was like, like, that's like grotesque. No, I mean, the idea yeah. behind and kind the Matrix, of awesome. mm-hmm. behind really cool. like the first one is very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a very interesting, you know, what if the entire world has been a lie? I remember thinking about that and when like, I was a little kid. There's something mm-hmm. else. I remember thinking, I remember it's having like a dark. weird fantasy when I was very little, mm-hmm. when I was like in first or second grade being like, what if I'm like, none of this is real and I'm like laying in a bed somewhere and it's just all in my head. Yeah. Having, oh, yeah. I think it's like a yeah. universal thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What yeah, if this a, is all a dream? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. to this day I get like, in, like it's called intrusive thoughts. Just right. <laughs> yeah. Therapy. Yeah. Fun <laughs> But no, seriously, like the, that, like you get like a sudden, like, wait a minute, am I really here feeling like, right? yeah. yeah. That's why it was smart where they incorporated like deja vu and other feelings of, so yeah, that was brilliant. I thought mm-hmm. that, I thought the first movie was amazing. I was like mm-hmm. incredibly psyched for the second one. I mean, it was it was like yeah. it came out three years after the first one or four years after the first one, which is like an eternity for a sequel by today's standards. We've had an entire Spider-Man How trilogy. How long was it? Three years. Four years. Four years from ninety-nine to two thousand three. Yeah. Jesus, that's yeah. forever. So yeah. it came out the summer. I didn't know that after my senior year of high school, and I was like, I spent that whole like. Mm-hmm. spring getting psyched up for it like I was working at a movie theater and I was pining like, for the major and if I was bored yeah. I would deliberately go into the theater where I know they were about to play a trailer for it in front of like another because yeah. this was before oh, you could like yeah. easily you stream just, video you could just go yeah, and, yeah. I d- distinctly remember this is extremely nerdy but um there was a weird uh there's a series of animated short movies called the Animatrix that came out um and it was like a bunch of side stories about the Matrix and one of them was like this really cool all CGI like short film mm-hmm. called The Flight of the Osiris and they Ooh. played it in front of the movie um, 
in front of the movie Dreamcatcher, the Stephen King movie, uh-huh. as a way of I guess, getting people to go see it. Like uh-huh. It was kind of like showing yeah. a cartoon before an old movie. They would show this short yeah. film. And I would occasionally go in there and watch it because it was really And then cool. they also played a newsreel about the war <laughs> and how we the were really and, to the and how we all have to do our part. That's right. Uh, during the Bush administration. Turn in your scrap metal. About it, during, during Bush's first Ration term. Ration your butter and your sugar. <laughs> It'll be a selfish asshole. <laughs> it's just the Rosie the River. Yeah. And then uh, I remember liking the movie and I was kind of baffled by it. Everyone seemed to hate it. It seemed very divisive. And I was like, it's the same. It's people talking in like weird philosophical circles and then getting into right. like slow-mo kung yeah. fu fights. Right. And like the CGI is a little wonky and especially by today's standards, it definitely is. On the second one, they go very heavy mm-hmm. on like the Replacing people very, with on the very too much. Uh, choreographed fights mm-hmm. set to like cool club music yeah yeah it's too much it, it was a little much i i like the look of that uh-huh. I'm, i could do with like one or two of those in a movie not necessarily three or four which is what yeah. the well, movie I had. Think, it I also think, doesn't hold up it doesn't yeah, like the first one like, really okay. fucking holds up like, there's a very the special clear, effects yeah a very but in the second difference. one it's very choreographed that's like, what i'm saying yeah and the okay. second one like it's it's, they were like, that. oh, people love that. Yeah. Let's, Let's do a hundred fucking times that. Right. And yeah. it was just way too much. There's yeah. a lot of times you'll watch a sequel to a movie that was like a surprise success. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I can't stand it when you can tell they leaned so hard into, like, into like the fan good favorite thing. Right, yeah. yeah. I, c- I couldn't really stand Guardians of the Galaxy 2 for that reason. Yeah. I feel like they went really hard on like, you know, everyone loved Baby Groot and like the end oh, credits. So the whole opener was Yeah, there. and I was just like, come on, yeah. man, just rein it in a little bit. And yeah, the second Matrix right. was like, okay, we're going to make every frame of this movie as green as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's going to be like lots of slow-mo shots. Well, see, the thing about the f- first one is they had to, they had actually like kind of a low budget for a movie like that. Mm-hmm. So they had to come up with like these sort of interesting techniques, like all the rotating shots were filmed. Uh, they were like actual people on a stage where they took a bunch of photo, like still photos on this big rig. Oh. They took a bunch of simultaneous photos in the middle of like an action scene. And then when huh. they played them in sequence, yeah. it looked like those cameras were taking around. Oh. And in the second and third movie, they had such an, an enormous budget. They just went computer. They everything. just replaced everything with CGI. And yeah. as Jonas said, as we were watching tell. the second you the other day, tell. she was like, these look like Shrek characters. Yeah. And I was like, that's yeah. perfect. Because it's early CGI. I'm it's sure perfect... at the time it was right. like, oh, amazing. And no one could tell. No, I think even, no, even at the time. Even at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Even at the time, I remember that, like, across you were like, the board. Real guy. Yeah, no, but, like, across the board, everyone was kind of, like, disappointed because what made the first one so special is that it didn't rely so heavily on that. So yeah. it yes. felt more real. It looked more real. They were experimenting, experimenting way too much with the CGI in yeah. the second one. Yeah. And yeah. it just, the first one was, like, I, I don't know if you noticed this between the fourth one and the new one because they had so many cut scenes of the first one uh-huh. in it. But the first one, as I started seeing it play out in those cutscenes or whatever in the background of the fourth one, I really was like, damn, that was so beautifully shot. Like, it yeah. was aesthetically really fucking beautiful. And I didn't think any of the other ones had that. No, they were, like, really just green and, and muddled. Yeah. I feel like... There was some cool shots, and in particular... I kind of like how the real world looked in conju- like in juxtaposition to the Matrix, right. where it's like the Matrix is all slick, it's all sheen, mm-hmm. and the right. real world, the real world is they're clearly wearing like hand knit clothes, and everything yeah. is like scrap metal everything and is caves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the the actual Matrix itself also looked very like colorless a lot of the times, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I we I had this week, um, like I, I don't know. I even at the time they were they were divisive, but I sort of like enjoyed things about the second and third one and uh yeah there's a lot i, I mean there's i didn't hate them the way enjoy. a lot of people did um, so I, I i listen to some of the music from those movies still because it's like mm-hmm. if i'm trying to get work done and i want to listen to something that doesn't have um right lyrics in it i listen to like anything with like a lot of thumping in it and shit yeah like that. And not like the techno ones but like uh-huh. the score i think is really cool yeah the score movies. is really good yeah yeah i mean i'm a dork for orchestral music Yana, same for my for oh, my yeah. birthday in a few weeks, Yana is taking yeah. me to a concert of John Williams music. I'm going to that too. Really? Nice. Yes. Are you? Okay. Yes. At the Strand. Because he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I did Hook, which is my yeah. favorite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. very excited about that. Oh. It's so I'm good. Actual, at the Strand. $50, yeah. they're going to open up with Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, or Jurassic Park. Yeah. People Jurassic, love yeah. the Jurassic Park theme. I think they're going to go It's really Star good. Wars. 
I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything he does is fantastic. Oh, like, the music yeah. is amazing. I mean, it's so funny. It's Jason, so funny. Jason got me those tickets for Christmas. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Um, so... We've Sorry, given our... you. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I, that's, that's how we do. Yeah, so, so I love so the score. Two things. So first of all, going back to the effects, I thought the effects in the first one were actually really good. Like when his mouth grows closed and when they yeah, put the bug in really his belly good. button. I thought that looked really good. Even now, you know, 23 years on. later or yeah. whatever. Well, yeah. You can watch the you can watch the line be crossed from the first into the second and third movies, or just between the first and the second, I guess, is like from being between being on like a kind of a low budget sci-fi movie and mm -hmm. being in like the the time when practical effects were still heavily in use mm -hmm. to like we have a ton of budget let's just do all that shit in CGI yeah. yeah and that is a harsh line to cross when you go from one movie to the next movie like I know how much you love practical effects well it's not that I love practical effects is that too. they yeah. should be used as 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 much as they are like feasible to be used, right? Because like, yeah, if you really truly cannot do it, then go yeah, to like, CGI. For me, watching but, watching yeah. like the the Neo versus the Hundred Agent Smith fight, yeah, is like mm -hmm. it wasn't the CGI that I minded so much. Is that like when it would cut from a CGI shot to them fighting? Uh -huh. I was like, oh, that's rough. Yeah, it was like, very right. like it's yeah, it's just like yeah. you went from yeah, you went from like a, a Tron character to like dudes beating each other for real. No, right. like, and I, but I like did mind the CGI. Like I just thought it was terrible. It was a terrible yeah. idea. Yeah. And in I didn't scene care for it at in all. particular where he's fighting it's so like, bad. The, well they they hold the shots for way too long is the problem. Yeah. Right. Like it, you can get away with that. Like the Lord of the Rings movies do that, a good job of that because mm -hmm. they're from around the same time. Yeah. Because it'll be like from a long ways away. Uh -huh. It'll be like we had to put CGI characters in there because it's like Legolas doing some crazy shit. But it's like in the distance and the shots are very quick and they snap and they cut back to like a practical right. shot. Uh -huh. Whereas in this it's like a 10 second tracking shot like right. following Neo in slow motion and panning right past his horrible Uncanny yeah. Valley face. Yeah, so and your like, brain has time yeah. to register. Not Uncanny Valley yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. like the scene where he punches Agent Smith in the face in slow motion in the third one that was just like you're just flexing your like yeah. CGI muscle and it looks yeah. really stupid. Just because we can doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. we should. Doesn't mean we should. But so what you said about like in the first couple of movies where the matrix itself the city of the matrix was like very gray and like, uh -huh. depressing looking mm -hmm. i i feel like i had this thought when i initially watched these movies and i couldn't stop having this thought now mm -hmm. why wouldn't they make the matrix a happy place they explained like, that in the first movie do they yeah, yeah. what the, what they, is they that tried to make it, they please? tried to make it a utopia and the human mind rejected it because the human mind can't handle perfection sure don't make it perfect but don't make it so fucking bleak either. But even like, like in life, this new one, they have like an explanation. For like that. my life is not perfect. I but if like, I found out that my life yeah. was a simulation, I feel like I would kind of be like, okay, like well, we were. That's all right. They were talking I'll about stay that. in it. They were talking about that on the Always Sunny podcast. Where yeah. I don't know. Charlie was like, okay, like, I guess I'll stay. <laughs> See, but then I would completely reject it and go insane. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would, I would a thousand percent. I would be like, all right, that's fine. I would be like, I reject this immediately yeah. and I need to crawl out of you here. You would have to take the red pill. I'd rather die than like, stay in it now that I know that it's... I'm not sure. I I honestly like would not be surprised if you showed me how I would behave in a situation if I went full like uh, cypher in the first movie where I'm like, yeah. oh, this yeah. sucks, dude. I don't want to yeah. be out here. I'm I want to get back. No, now I always did respect that feeling. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that, and, that tracks. Yeah, and like, what a perfect cast he was, too, for that oh, role. Oh, Joey Pants. Joey he Pants. He fucking <laughs> nailed that. But I, yeah, you do have a feeling watching him in that move, in, in that role, that you're mm. like, mm, maybe I'm not far off yeah. Yeah. from that. I don't like, maybe that like, I would have gotten out and right. then been like, yeah, fuck the gruel. The sheer, the sheer yeah, chaos yeah. in yeah. my sweatshirt. Sure. I think the like, food would be the biggest. Yeah, the sheer chaos. Yeah, the I want a goddamn sandwich. I will settle for anything yeah. other than this. Yeah. And him eating the steak was like the right. perfect meal so let me, to let miss. Let me ask you yeah. this. If you knew, if you knew what was waiting on the other side, like uh -huh. if someone told you, yes, this is all a simulation, okay. your life now, mm -hmm. and this is what reality looks like, mm -hmm. would you still take the red pill? I would have to go there and experience that for my own self okay. and then get miserable and then be like, let me back <laughs> okay. in. But so I would have would to know. To be miserable. <laughs> no one could just tell me. You Okay. Because so, for you to be like, yeah, it sucks over there. They're eating porridge every day. You know, they live in a fucking And not cave. a good kind yeah. of porridge. I'd be like, I right. want to go there and I'll decide that for myself if it fucking sucks. Like, okay. yeah, once yeah, you have the minute, knowledge, yeah. 
What do you yeah. think, Jared? Well, if I mean, you it's knew like, what was on the other side, would you take the red Morpheus is like, you know, free your mind, and then right. also here's the bucket that you poop in. I'd be like, I'm, I'm out, man. I'm yeah. out. This is not, That's there's no indoor plumbing. You're living in a cave. Like, I feel like we would all be, uh, we would all be a cipher. Like, I just feel like most people that yeah, were freed. Yeah, go back in. But what I'm saying is if you knew. Well, I if, feel like if that's. If you knew ahead of time. Would that you it was choose shitty? to stay in the simulation? Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, like, knew ahead of time what it looked like on the outside? Yeah. Like, in the real world. Like, what the real you world knew the real is. world was like that. So many people right now are, like, clamoring for what the Matrix offers you know what yeah. I mean already right. they're already like this world Blissful sucks ignorance. I, want, right. I want to be uploaded to the server from San Junipero like I don't you know <laughs> yeah I don't even like this reality I want an even yeah. better fake reality like but the people in the caves seemed fucking happy like I don't know they seemed to like it in there yeah in the you, second well, the in people, the second movie when it opens they're having oh, orgies in Zion they love it in the orgies yeah, people of Burning like, Man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're like people of uh, Burning Man. It's good for them. I don't want to go there. Yeah, it seems like hell. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, like they're happy. sweaty, but no, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was I mean, they were, <laughs> they were also all super hot, which yeah. is really Yeah, they're fun. super hot because they're all thin because they're all eating fucking porridge all day. There's like nothing to eat. There's no Twinkies. Yeah. That doesn't no... make you hot. That makes you like thin. That makes you thin. In reality, they yeah, would all look like Holocaust victims or something. You know? Yeah, it's like hollowed out cheeks and like dark circles. And I just want to go on record. Like, Sure, I'm sure they have like fleeting moments of happiness, especially in an orgy. <laughs> sure, <laughs> fleeting moments of happiness. I'm sure when they're fucking, they're having a great time. Fleeting but, like, moments. Of- yeah, yeah. I hope that in an but orgy, but overall, have their lives time. are you know kind of miserable. So it's just we're all ciphers all the way through. That's I guess so. I don't know. I I think I think that I have like a strong sense of like if that's wrong, I have to make it right. Like okay. if that's not the right. truth, then I have to well, say see, it, and that would be miserable. Yeah. But I would have no well, choice but also, to follow that. True and order. also, it's the fact that you know someone tells you that in reality you and everyone you know is imprisoned in like a horrible way. Like right. you're slaves. It's and a I choice. Think, right. And right. I think there's something so inherently like <laughs> that you bristle against that. Like, no, I want to be free. Even if it's kind of horrible. I mean, I right. want to be free. I mean, the reality of the matrix is not. But I'm not, not sure. I mean, I don't want to get too political. <laughs> I don't want to get too political, but the reality of the Matrix is basically just capitalism. It's like you are just part of a big machine that like feeds. Literally, you're, right. you're yeah. just the battery yeah. for yeah. the machine. Yeah. That feeds yeah. upward to like the, the people running things, the entities yeah. running things. It's literally just what it is. It's the same yeah. thing. Where you're saying like you're just trapped in this thing that like feeds off of you right. for like yeah. the powers that be. And it's like, yeah, that's what we all do all the time. Right. That's what we're spending hours a day doing. But like the Matrix does get progressively worse because they address that in the fourth, in the new movie. What do they say? Well, they he talks about how the, like the most perfect version of the Matrix that they've found is to make people like, like pretty miserable. fucking miserable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, more controlled. Like uh, more, like yeah. more, I don't know, I can't remember how he words it, but basically like more yearning of like keeping their happiness away from them, right. more miserable, whatever. And then that, they produce the most so, power yeah. for yeah. the machine like, world. Trying to, to get to that happiness. Yeah. The, yeah. So the, the talking about choice, the thing that I liked about the end of the third one, the original trilogy that I think bothered a lot of people mm-hmm. is that it didn't end with like the smashing of the machines. It ended with like a truce. Between the humans right. and machines and giving the people in the Matrix a choice to be freed rather than just being this, like, triumphant exploding of all the right. robots or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like a lot of people railed against that. Mm-hmm. Like, Can you imagine time. if they freed all those people, like, all that at the same like, time? That would be a logistical nightmare. <laughs> they couldn't handle debriefing all those people, like, in a timely manner. Yeah, yeah. it would be people like... would be losing their goddamn minds. It would, it would basically be like... like killing themselves. It would basically that be didn't like happen. If, it would, right, in the yeah. world. Like, in yeah. their world, it didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, that would basically be like if we, like... That's one of the reasons that we don't do things like, you know, uh, uh, going after, like, the government in North Korea. Because if North Korea were to, like, right. collapse, we would have, like, a massive humanitarian crisis on our hands. And it's right. like, we can't handle every refugee right. from North Korea. So, yeah. like, it'd be the same thing. You can't free everyone from the Matrix because then yeah. that underground city would be flooded with millions of people right. and with yeah. limited resources and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, they had to find a weird middle ground and I thought that was like a clever overarching yeah. thing where it's like okay they took this weird they took this wild card element of 
Agent Smith mm -hmm. and made him a, a mutual enemy of the people and the machines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And therefore they were able to come to a truce because they both wanted to destroy yeah. the same and thing. And I thought that was like a very believable kind of thing. Yeah. Because had they gone the route of like, okay, we've destroyed all the machines, we've taken the earth back. Right. It's like, okay, but the earth but is what? still this it's like scorched, scorched yeah, yeah, it's like, it's uninhabitable. So you're yeah. still kind of screwed. Yeah. I thought this was a good, yeah. I didn't like it was it like then. a realistic. I didn't like what? it then. I didn't like that ending then. Mm -hmm. I like the movies But now. I think it was a realistic yeah, resolution. Now I, I appreciate how smart that resolution was, especially when you consider that they yeah. put a main character who was unhappy to be released mm -hmm. and wanted to go back so like the mm -hmm. idea of, of giving the choice and whatever it right. is a truce and all that yeah that was a good ending it was definitely well written. i feel like i'm a little less harsh on the sequels now than i was then because mm -hmm. the time i was a teenager and yeah like, uh like i just like okay at the time i saw them i had like hype brain and was like that was cool and then like six months later I'd be like it wasn't that good or watch mm -hmm. it again on dvd and then i spent like 10 years thinking you know the matrix is good and the sequels are bad whatever a lot of movies are like that right right and then in the last five years or so i've revisited that i'm on, like these are interesting movies very flawed but like they right they're trying for something especially when you watch like a lot of movie sequels now where it's like okay same thing but bigger go right. make money machine like those they tried to tell those they were like trying i mean a lot the of effort it, you can appreciate like I, I recently heard the matrix sequels described as like two people trying to find something great up their own ass and i feel <laughs> like that's not like, oh. entirely wrong like the, they were trying for something and it got a little too, like, too, there's way too many, like, weird... It got away from them. There's way too many, like, weird circular arguments where, like, or conversations where people are, like, asking someone a question and they'll be like, well, what does that mean to you? And then mm -hmm. it's, like, back and forth and you're like, oh, it's just so many karate fight already because you right. guys are just getting yeah. a little too off base with this. And so that brings us to the new movie. Mm -hmm. And here's, here's what I'll say about this movie that I just watched, like, a couple hours ago. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. And I think it's the second best movie in the series. Yeah, so, same. I agree. What, what about you? <laughs> After you like binging, it? yeah, I was like, I never want to see yeah, the I Matrix. Yeah, binging again. might be a bad idea yeah. for your audience yeah. or whatever who might be considering Yeah, don't like, binge it. this. Binging, don't binging don't is a really bad movies. idea. The movies it's not are Orange long. is the New Black. Yeah. Yeah. They're long and they are humorless. They're very serious and they're very like, they just sort of trudge along. <laughs> Um, I would say humorless. No. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, would, I would say there's a lot so. of moments that are well, really yeah, quite like, funny. Here's my opinion. Of there were especially. a couple in the, in the last one. In, in, the the first, one. in the first one, there's so many moments. Like when Mouse like introduces him to the lady, like the lady in red, red or whatever. The yeah, first one like is all not humorless. Their, all their conversations like at the table or amongst oh. each other, like there's a lot of The first one is not humorous. The second and third movies get pretty humorous. Yeah, the second yeah. and third one yeah. get kind of desolate. Yeah. The most recent one fourth I thought one was really I had nothing a great against tone. This. Yeah, I have nothing against the first one. Not binge worthy. Not binge right. watch worthy. Yeah, don't though. don't watch them all back to back. Yeah. But the fourth one I thought was good. I thought it was interesting how they did like where you don't know you know, for a good part of it, it's like it felt light. It he's trying to make sense mm -hmm. of like yeah. what's real and what's not real, and you know all this stuff. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It felt like a little bit. It felt like a, an interesting like side story, or like it mm -hmm. wasn't the world wasn't at stake. It was literally just this guy trying to figure out what is happening, whether or not it's real, right? Mm -hmm. And whether or not he's like schizophrenic. I mean, I thought yeah. the beginning of the movie, I was like, are they going to try to make it such that the first three movies were? A video game and not like something that really happened yeah and they, oh. they ended up not doing that they yeah up, and i thought that was like a clever thing because they were like oh when they inserted him back in the matrix they were like their way of dealing with his memories of all this stuff is like oh it's just his idea for creating a video game that's like right. how they played it which is a really smart i thought that yeah. was like a really smart way of, yeah like, i liked it, it i liked i really liked it a lot um i would say i liked that they kind of like called it out like within the, within like that the was... video game like employees who work there mm -hmm. and like when they were having their roundtable discussions of like how do we do this next one mm -hmm. it was I, very I, yeah. it was very like meta and but yeah. I thought yeah at first I at first I was like why are they doing this and then I thought you you almost have to like when you come back to something that's been so huge for so long after so many fucking years I, I appreciated that they like were but, like yeah we know you're all here and blah blah like, right yeah, yeah. you have to like address, address the yeah. elephant in the room and so I thought that that was I thought that was funny I thought mm -hmm. it was light and I it made sense in mm -hmm. the context in which they put it so yeah. Neil Patrick Harris Mwah. 
You thought he was great? I thought he was great. I didn't care for him. I thought he was great. I think he's Jonathan already... Groff. Love that. I thought Neil Patrick Harris was good he in was certain such scenes. A good thought, yeah, in certain scenes, yeah. Like the scene where he was explaining what was happening with the bullet time, I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But like, also he's he's like a loaded casting choice in general. Yes, where that's why I didn't like. He him. just has a lot of like. He's too he, famous. He's too famous. He's too like, famous for that. In role. a Matrix really? movie, yeah. you kind of need like someone who's a, like Jonathan Groff is perfect because I I never remember what that guy even looks like. Yeah, until, you're like the guy from Hamilton. Whatever. I love that guy. Or, he does a really I love good him evil too. face, but he's not. He does a really great evil face, but he's not like when you watch he's Neil Patrick so, Harris the whole time. You're like, well, that's Neil Patrick. Harris. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's you can't true. take yourself. Right. It's like when you watch like Leonardo DiCaprio. You're just like, yeah. oh wow, so Leonardo DiCaprio grew a beard for this. There's like too much attached to that. Yeah. You just but. I do think like he, he does acted a good, it really does a good well. Job. Yeah. They just should have put someone less famous. Absolutely. In that role, I think. Also, I think it would have been great if they would have cast a woman in that role. It would have been so unex- unexpected. Yeah. You would have believed longer and harder that that was actually his therapist and had good pure intentions. Because mm-hmm. like the second I saw Neil Patrick Harris and he was doing his thing, I was like, oh, well, he's a bad guy. Wearing his sinister blue glasses. But it would have been, how how cool would that reveal oh. have been if you really thought like this is his, this person is a therapist for yeah. him, there he's to like guide him and like really thinks they're helping him, whatever. Yeah. I thought a woman would have been great because you would have been, it would have been unassuming. That's true. Who do you yeah. think would have been a good casting? That's a great question. I have not thought about that. Hmm. Who's a really good, like... It would have to be someone that that the name wouldn't come to us right away. I I I attach. (laughs) Which one is that? Oh, Gretchen. Gretchen. You're the worst. Um, Oh, I haven't watched that. Yeah. uh, It's a fantastic show. She played... Did you watch The Boys? No. Oh, Oh, you know who would be good in that role? Florence Pugh. I feel like she's great. She's too famous now, too. Yeah, she is. But... She's she's like almost of, too famous. I kind of but like she would have been good. That, I kind of like the fact that nobody in the new like the new Nebuchadnezzar. I forget what it was called. It was yeah, some other whatever it's called. Word. I don't know either. I, they showed they showed it written out. It's something you, biblical too. Yeah, they showed it written out on like a plaque before they even said it, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that everyone like everyone in that ship was like someone an actor I'd never seen before. I kind of like that. Love that. Oh yeah. my god, can we talk about how good Bugs is? Yeah, or was? Yeah. I thought yeah, she, she fucking carried this movie. She crushed it. Yeah, she. She great. did such a fucking great job. I really yeah. appreciated her. Um, some of the other like cast on this ship, it, it, I felt like they didn't. There's too many of them. They could have narrowed that down to like three people and then given each of those three people like a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. I like. The oh, thing. the one guy was good with like the whitish hair. Mm. I really liked him. The one, the one I said looked like Charlie Day a little bit. Is that Maybe. The one? And I and he had like a face that I was like I know I've seen him in, in something else yeah, and, and also thought look. he was good but I couldn't pinpoint it which is a good cast yeah. for a movie like this yeah the girl with the black hair who had like the wild weird braids in it when she was in I the Matrix uh, I knew I'd seen her from somewhere else but yeah. she had like a good face she was, they all had an interesting look right although I I love like the I feel like this one kind of deliberately was like yes this shit is kind of silly but we're kind of just like having fun with it a little yeah, bit. It yeah. was more lighthearted. Like, the world in the Matrix and even in the movie, in, like, real life was, like, more colorful, more, like, sun-soaked a little bit. Like, yeah, that I like... didn't, I didn't like. I don't know. No? I, I, especially when it came to Mor- Morpheus, and I also didn't, so I didn't like that they recast Morpheus. I mean, yeah. I understand it's not actually Morpheus, whatever. I didn't like that they recast him. Um, but I do like and that I, actor, though. I like that actor. Mm-hmm. That actor is talented, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to be like, here is a bald black guy who yeah. is when we're calling him Morpheus, but it's not actually Morpheus. Mm-hmm. I think if they had, if they, did they even need that character though? Did they need that character? Because wasn't Bugs doing a fabulous job? She came in, she had her crew. Did they really need it that kind character? Of, it kind of felt like. It was forced. No, it kind of felt like, um, I mean, they had, they did a great job at the beginning of, of sort of calling your shot where they were like. Warner Brothers is going to make this other word. I love that. That was really funny. That was a fantastic, like, this is why we're here. Right. Um, And I guarantee, I would almost guarantee you that it was like, we got to have Neo, Trinity, and Morpheus. Yeah, okay. So maybe they were like, that's the poster. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you, like, okay. But then you get Lawrence Fishburne. But you're not actually, right, you're not actually having Morpheus. Yeah. I feel the same way Maybe Lawrence Fishburne is expensive. I don't know. Like, you know. not can't be that expensive. Can't be for actually. Like, it can't be much more expensive than this guy because this, this yeah. guy was in the the Watchmen show. He's like and blowing up. Lawrence right. Fishburne is like he's doing 
TV now. He's like on Blackish, which yeah. is a popular show. You can get show. a deal on Lawrence Fishburne right yeah, now. Yeah, you do a CSI or something like that? I mean, anyway, yeah. So that, anyway, that Lawrence Fishburne wide. is not priced out of that market. I mean, but... nothing against Lawrence Fishburne. I think he's great. Yeah, no, he's wonderful. And yeah. I think it would have been cool to bring him back in the role, but not make him be this half-bot thing, whatever. But yeah. if they felt compelled to make the character be... That, it should have been a whole new thing. It should have been a whole new thing. And I'm going to say again what I said about the therapist. If they had made that character be a like, woman. not not even just a woman, but just so like out of left field that right. the, whatever the opposite is. A tiny Asian girl then maybe is like the opposite of what <laughs> Morpheus has been or something. You know oh. what I mean? Like a oh, little Hispanic talking, girl with braids. I thought you were talking adorable. about the therapist and I was like. No, because I said okay. the therapist, what if woman. it was a woman? Yeah. Right. But yeah, but like, so like, what if you just, like, even what if it was like a child actor or something? Yeah. Like a really precocious child. <laughs> oh, that would have annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> you would have hated like, that? Just like, oh good, they added a child to this. <laughs> like there was a, like at the beginning, there was that one character who might as well have been wearing a t-shirt that said, we couldn't afford Jonah Hill that was working <laughs> with. That was working with Neo. He was like, yeah. I'm such a big fan of the Matrix, and uh, it, it, I loved it when I was a kid, and now we're working together, and I can't wait. And I was like, oh, please tell me this guy is a good character. Yeah. And then he mostly disappeared after the first act, and I was like, thank fucking right. God. Right. Because he was really annoying. Like, I think they did he a good job. He was supposed to be, though. Yeah. He did his yeah. job really well. Well, there's some characters that are supposed, supposed to be annoying, to and, and I mean, not to call back to Ghostbusters, but like, those people stuck around for the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this little kid's reporting a podcast. Cool. Can he go away now, please? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that they got... They, they played like a lot of really fun lip service to the, like, I don't know, the cultural impact of the, mm -hmm. the Matrix at the beginning. And then they were like, okay, but now we're doing a different... We're going yeah. on to do the, an actual Matrix movie now. Yeah. They sort of had to punt it a little bit. That kind of disconnect did feel weird. When Maybe. like when they were doing um like the montage of we're in this room we're stream we're we're a stream of consciousness ideas and we're doing yeah. this uh -huh. and then it was like actually we're doing we're making the matrix over here yeah. it was just like a strange it kind of felt like the it kind of felt like Lana Wachowski being like we have to talk giving, about this yeah kind of giving like a little bit of like a yeah we had to it was almost like showing the movies writer room a little bit yeah like, which, which is kind of interesting I don't know I thought it was like. There's been so many movies lately that are about, like, trying to play on the nostalgia of things, like reboots of things. There was, like, Ghostbusters Afterlife. There was, like, the new um, the new Halloween movie that's, like, all callbacks to, like, the first movie. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, yeah. there's just, like, a lot of, I feel like, legacy sequels coming out. Like, there's the, next week we have a new Scream movie, and it's just called oh, Scream, yeah. and I don't really... Another... Yeah. yeah, and the trailer looks exactly like the first movie, except now she's got like the character who gets killed in the first scene has like smart locks on her doors and shit. Like it's it's weird. Yeah. They're doing a lot of like it's trying trying to create a legacy sequel and capitalize on nostalgia. And I feel like this movie at least addressed why yeah. the, that happens or, or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't you know, like the addressing it. I loved the addressing it. Uh -huh. It was that they did it in this like corny way like the i thought the montage was a little corny i get it it was funny i like that they called it out i wish that they it just felt like am i i felt like i was watching a different movie it felt okay. stylistically very different from other yes. matrix here's, movies here's but i kind of liked that about it because i was like this is like they're that? doing something yeah. different they're trying something different here's the question Whether it works or not it's not always right doesn't always work, yeah i like, did like the attempt and i thought it was funny it was really funny yeah i I liked that it was funny. I liked that this movie was funny and like tried for actual jokes. And right. A lot of the conversations were very straightforward. There wasn't a whole lot of weird mm -hmm. philosophical like doublespeak and circular conversations in this one, which right. I feel like was a big downfall of the second and third movies where you're just mm. like, stop, like, watch the third movie earlier today. Mm -hmm. And Trinity's death scene in that movie mm. is so long. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah. a, it's like, a, it's like a bit that she keeps being like, and then also, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Right. You've got rebar through like your panting, heart. You should yeah. not still be talking. You like, should be in shock and passed out. Yeah, like yeah. It's she and she just keeps talking in that scene, and I'm like, yeah, oh my god, please just, just please just have your last breath. It's so weird. Yeah. And I was not like really emotionally touched by that scene at all. No. I was just this like, is okay, the first she's dying. This new again, movie. She's sad. Mm, okay. I feel like this is the first movie that showed like the actual chemistry that these two actors are capable of, mm -hmm. aside from the very, very first movie. Yeah. The second, third movie, all they there's constantly people talking about like, well, these two are in love. It's very clear, mm -hmm. and it's like, no, it's not. 
they look they, they look like statues. They look like chess pieces. Yeah. Like um, Monica Bellucci. That's all she talks about in the second movie is how much they're clearly in love with each other. And I'm like, they're just standing there. They're wearing sunglasses. I don't know how you can say that it's very clear that they're in love with each other. Yeah. Uh, but in this they're movie, they're just there too was, hot people. Yeah. And that's, movie, ju- that's it. They're just simply too hot people. Yeah. Standing next to each other. Standing next to each other. <laughs> and in this movie, there was a lot. I feel like there was like a lot of palpable chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, and and. Keanu Reeves has clearly grown as an actor a lot in the last 20 years. Right? Absolutely. Like, going from the third movie to this movie, like, yeah. in a row, you're just like, oh man, this dude has, like, like put oh, in the work. He's acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, he has a lot of great, like, weird little moments in this where he's, like, reacting to stuff in a way that's just, like, what's right. happening. Right. In a way where the first movie, he was just like, huh. Well, that's why, that's, that's why that was, like, a, it was a great movie for him. Because all uh-huh. he had to do was just, like, be stoic and cool and uh-huh. say three words every other scene. Like, he, you know what I mean? He didn't yeah. really have to give that a lot except, like, be uh, be the hot guy. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this one, he was, like, a disaffected middle-aged man, which was, right. like, he's surprisingly good at playing that. Like, yeah. him sitting in the tub with his little, his little rubber duck on his head. Yeah. Just, I thought he like, did a great job with that. Yeah. And the mirror, like, in the mirror scenes and stuff, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. He's really putting the effort in. <laughs> Although, when they reveal, like, after he's had a couple of, like, kind of flirty conversations with Trinity, or Tiffany was her name in this Tiffany. movie, um, they do the reveal of what he really looks like. And <laughs> I was thinking, like, flashing back to what those scenes would have looked like in reality and been yeah. like, she wouldn't have given him, like, the time of day looking like <laughs> like that. He's like a chubby little, like, bald dude with long gray hair. Yeah. Like, he they made him, like, a lot like older, this. too, right? Yeah. 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 Well, it's supposed to be 60 years in the future, which I thought was an yeah. interesting choice. And uh, I honestly thought that Jada Pinkett Smith did a good job in this movie. Like, she was... She really did. She, uh, and it, it's a little... It's, it's always, like, very touchy like or, like, a very hit or miss when you take a young person and put them in old makeup and just kind yes. of go from there. And she actually did a good job of, like, acting through it and the makeup was good and, like, her, her old lady voice was, like, believable. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, you're doing a whole lot here with, like, scratching right. up your voice yeah. and it sounds terrible. I'm, I'm really she did a good job of it. They didn't just, like, try to CGI her face to make her look mm-hmm. older. They didn't do that with anybody, which I really appreciated. Like, yeah. at the end, spoiler alert, whenever, I mean, the entire, uh, what do you call it, the Stakes of this movie are relatively low. They just want to get Trinity out of the Matrix. Yeah. He just wants. He just believes that she's really unhappy and wants to get her out. They're not trying to save the world or anything like that, which mm-hmm. I like. But the stakes feel high because you're invested. Yeah, in Yeah, because the they actually did but, a good job. Because you give of, a shit about them. Right. Right. Because of like they play on the nostalgia of the previous movies a little bit, but they also do a lot. Like they did a good job of having like a lot of like a, a handful of scenes between the two of them where they're just drinking coffee and talking. And that but, was great. And yeah. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Boy, the other movies really could have used something like this. The other movies, of them being yeah. on, like dates and actually yeah. like, connecting with each other and stuff. Yeah, they relied too much on like the cool factor. Yeah, there was way too much like bonding through and kicking not the same guy's ass. Right, exactly. Yeah, and not just having conversations. Which right. Is, this is the first movie they did that in. Yeah. And then at the end, when they are both like unplugged for like the last time, mm-hmm. and they both look terrible because their heads are shaped mm-hmm. and they don't look like they're wearing makeup or anything, and mm-hmm. they just look like two like middle-aged people i thought right. that was interesting because like they didn't do anything to try to like soften their features yeah. they literally looked like they held them down took all their makeup off and shaved mm-hmm. their heads mm-hmm. and i was like this is interesting because these are two like middle-aged actors who the movie is allowing to be that so right and uh, at that point you care about i got like i got like uh, emotional about the fact that they finally like unplugged her and she was like able to get out of there yeah. and i thought the fact that it was like kind of a heist movie where they hit like ooh. and I liked that a lot that was really where they were like booty. cutting back and forth between like the plan being carried out and them planning it it was like Ocean's Eleven but they were stealing yeah. her body out of yeah. tricks who was that cool. actress Pri- Priyanka Ch- Chopra Chopra, Chopra. Yeah. yeah I thought she was really well cast as a grown up version of Sati yeah Sati yeah, I mean, everyone was really, I really very pretty, that. so that helps a lot. That helps a lot. <laughs> but I like that they brought the character Yeah, I was kind of hoping they would do yeah. that, that. They showed a flash of that character in like one of the trailers, and I was like, ooh, I hope that's the little girl all grown up. Mm-hmm. So I was like really happy. And for some reason, I didn't connect that. Because well, I, I saw her in the preview, and mm-hmm. I just, I thought she was going to be um, one of the characters like from the real world who was coming back in, whatever. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I thought she was. And even like watching the movie, they do like that flash in the montage. They they flash that was her weird. in. They show a her little in the montage, and, and you're like, "Oh, she's somebody." But yeah. Like, who is she? That was weird. That that's where they introduced her in the movie, and you're like, "Was this person important?" Yeah. But then, it, like later, you get that 
oh, she was keeping an eye on him the whole time, whatever. But when they kept flashing back to her, even at that point when they showed her, Mm -hmm. I still thought that she was from the real world in some way. I did not, for some reason, connect that she was Sati. Sati. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when they revealed that, I'm like, that was just, I was like, that's fucking cool. I I was just like, I guess this was my inherent racism. Because I was like, there's an Indian girl in this movie, (laughs) Indian girl in the last movie. They have to be the same. Got to be the same one. Same person. One of the last. Also, in the last movie, I had watched the, the all three Matrix movies like a few months ago, I think when they were like ramping up the trailers for this one. Mm-hmm. And she's one of the last characters you see in the third movie. And right. she says, like, I hope I get to meet Neo again. So, mm-hmm. and, and the Oracle tells him, probably will. You never right. know. So I was assuming, like, oh, well, they're going to bring her back then. Yeah. Because that's, and like, the, the like last they, beat of the last movie. They do something in the uh, in the previous movie, that I don't remember which one it is, where they talk about her in the third one. Because she's only in the third one, She's right? only in the third yeah, one. Yeah, so it, it's in the third one, then, where they say she's really important for some reason, right? Because she's, like... Or did like I make that up? They basically... She's just the child of two programs who were not supposed to have children. Yeah, Which okay. they never explain how that works at all. They yeah. just... They created... They, they, do, they don't two, explain a these lot. These two programs fell in love with each other and had a child, and you're kind of just like, I don't know how the fuck that works, but whatever. <laughs> the birds and the bees and the gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You have, you have to suspend your belief well, for, yeah, right. for a lot well, of... My, I mean, my for movies is, in general, but for, especially I mean, for this movie. Actually, I, there's some things that didn't become clear to me about these movies until okay, like, this most recent watch. Yeah. Because like so much what? of it... Well, honestly, so so much of the conversations in the second and third movies are so like circular and annoying mm-hmm. that I've like tuned them out, or I'm like, that's just nonsense. I'm just gonna like let like let it roll off my brain. And then it but, like, like revealed itself. Yeah, too. but then like I pay a little more attention this time. I think because Jan and I were watching it specifically for the lead up to the fourth one and to talk about it here, mm-hmm. and everything that the architect said made snapped a little more into place. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, the Matrix isn't perfect, and it's almost like. Neo is basically, like, the one is basically, like, leap year. Like, yeah. there's there's an imperfection in how we conduct time, so we have to push all of it into a single day to make, to correct the calendar. And so the Matrix is imperfect in such a way that we have to take all the flaws and all the irregularities and push them into this one person who can mm-hmm. control the Matrix to his will, and then we have to do as much to manipulate him as possible to, like, walk this path so that he doesn't fuck everything like, up for us. Yeah. So they put, you know, they put the oracle in place to guide him to mm-hmm. like, to sort of lead him, mislead him a little bit or something like that. So like, yeah. I didn't really like pick up on that the first time I saw it because now a, lot of, that, that a lot of that was like, I'm fucking brilliant. I'm going to write this speech that no one's going to understand. And it's yeah. like, cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's a little up its own. We get it. You're but, really fucking smart. And yeah, you have a lot of big words. Lichowskis, but yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the, and so I kind of appreciate it a little bit more uh, moving forward, but, um, yeah, in, in the new one, there was a lot less of that, which I very much appreciated. It was a lot more straightforward. Here's the plot. Here's mm-hmm. the plan that we're going to get to. There's not a lot of philosophical conversations, right. which I appreciated. They were just like, this is like a one-off caper that we're yeah. doing. So um, I thought the conversations were a lot better. Like, the dialogue was a lot better. Yes. What I thought was extremely lacking were the fight scenes. And that yeah, was, they weren't as good. Like, the single most disappointing thing for me. I also thought, I, I don't know, like, in watching the first one, there's mm-hmm. like a maybe it's the bullet time thing or maybe it's just the way that it's shot. There's like a clarity of what's happening in these fight scenes. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the train scene was such a clusterfuck. It's like shaky cam everywhere. And I was like, what is, what the fuck's going on? Like I didn't focus on any one fight. Yeah. This was like, I didn't like it. That's what I thought. That's what I thought this time too. I was like, oh, the fights in this aren't as good, but I'm kind of enjoying the whole ride in general Mm -hmm. more. So like it kind of made it fine for me. Like, yeah, that's kind of how I am with a lot of movies now where, there's a lot of like Marvel movies where I kind of don't care about the action sequences, but I'm interested in like, you know, the characters or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, they're not great movies in general, but like a, a lot of the times the fight scenes or the action scenes are, are the most boring scene because they don't do enough to make it right. interesting. And that was kind of the case here. I was like, okay, they're, they didn't explain this to me. They didn't explain this in a way that it made sense to me. The people that were going like bot mode, were those mm-hmm. blue? Mode. Yeah, were those blue pill people or were those programs? Now, uh, so I think that those were like plants that they put in to be able to like deploy. So all those people at the end were plants like jumping out the window. Yeah, I think that like those are people that they like put in so they can. I don't know. I that, my, were, that was my guess. I thought they were like human beings that are in the matrix. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. They have... I thought that they like had changed it such that instead of turning into agents like they did yeah. in the first three movies, mm-hmm. they just looked like they usually do, 
so that they were harder to spot when they would like attack mm-hmm. you. Or yeah, whatever. maybe. Who knows? It was kind of hard to tell. But that this, was unclear. Because Neil Patrick Harris kept also referring to like uh, handlers that were in the system programs oh, right, to right, keep right, control right. of people. Yeah. And like, like the annoying guy you didn't like. Yeah, he was a handler. One of the guys at, at Trinity's like workshop was a handler. Right. Um, I was unclear whether. Which or not. I think makes so much sense. I yeah. think I I feel like they would have that in the Matrix to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was supposed to be like a more refined version of yeah. it. That's um, what I thought those people were like, kind of like um, plants to be able. I to thought that was too until them. until it seemed like every human being was attacking them, like, like every final sequence. And um, I was like, so maybe it's yeah. that they they can tap into people when they want. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, those all can be programs. Where are the real people at? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The, well, there was the one scene They're where all that, on vacation. the that, wife was like horrified. <laughs> yeah. The husband just left out the window. That part was awesome, where all the people were falling out. That of was buildings. awesome. And kind of horrifying. Although yeah, that I kind was of like really cool. that they would like turn into pixels when they hit the ground. That would have been cool. Because otherwise, well, they did. They were like, oh, did they? Like weird little green. I didn't notice it was that. like weird little flashes of green when yeah, they hit the ground. Yeah, there was like, and I was like, it, they like turned into the code. Yeah, and See, I thought that was what, maybe I saw that, and that's what made me think of the bots. Although uh, I'm not like recalling that makes it sense. now, but well, the, there was something that I was like, oh, they're like not real people. But yeah. I don't know why I thought that. In the well, mo- just, in the moment, you're just of, a sociopath. You don't think that about anybody. Yeah. Nobody's real. You're not real. Nobody here's real. Um, but I thought that uh, they never like they never really explained about like why programs fall in love or have kids or whatever. My assumption after like hearing that in the third one is that okay, so because they have to make these programs human like so they can mm-hmm. walk around in the matrix, they are subject to occasionally like the flaws of being human. And to them, a flaw is like emotional connection to people. So sometimes they fall in love with each other. Or oh, whatever. and then that's that was like yeah, that was. Yeah, that was how I took it. Is like, mm-hmm. okay, that's why programs sometimes fall in love and have cute little kids, cute little precocious children. But like, that was like, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of buy-ins you have to do for all these movies. Like, I made this yeah. point to a friend where he pointed out something online. I forget what it was. It was something that happened in the trailer before this movie came out, and I was like, one of the things that's awesome and also for some people probably infuriating about the Matrix movies is that even with humanity at stake. It is characters constantly choosing to do something stylishly over practically. Like, if you watch Mm -hmm. the famous, like, lobby shootout sequence in the first movie, they're doing, like, all kinds of flips and all kinds of cartwheels and all kinds of unnecessary bullshit when they're trying to, like, save their friend's life. Like, they should have just gone in there shooting at people and not, like, just doing flips around the walls and backflips. Yeah, Yeah, but they do that in movies all the time. I know. You have to believe believe that in that world, that is the best choice of fighting. That's how they do it. It just so happens to look cool as fuck, and it's the best way. It's a a stylization choice, and you kind of have to buy into that, because otherwise it gets more and more ridiculous as you watch it. Yeah. As the, like, in the second movie, they keep having, like, hand-to-hand combat scenes you're like why is this being settled with hand-to-hand combat it doesn't make any sense the third movie ends with him and and agent smith just punching each other in midair and you're like this is what this is what determines the fate of the universe yeah it gets a little tiring um i i remember there was a game adaptation called the path of neo that came out a few years after the third movie Mm -hmm. and they decided to change the the way that the that conflict ended because they were like this will be cool and this will be more visually interesting for a video game Mm -hmm. so they had all of the agents like pile up a big like pile of they basically like all combined into like one big dude oh okay and and like and like that was like the big boss cobbled together like weird pieces of like a building so that it looked Uh like a big like monster that looked like a giant agent smith Mm -hmm. and then it like the most ridiculous thing this absolutely would have been a live action movie if they had done it this way he reaches over and he plucks sunglasses off of like a billboard and oh my god oh my god that's amazing (laughs) wow yeah and, the, and, and then Neo has to fight this giant oh Agent Smith. God. Imagine that's being the guy like, who comes Smith. up with that idea. Yeah. You're just uh, delighted. You're yeah. Like, that's so cool. And that's exactly like, like that's what The Matrix funny. is. Yeah. And you kind of have to get into that. You kind of have to buy that because you're like, these movies are silly and, yeah. and yeah. kind of, and I think the new one does a good job of kind of making fun of that a little bit, but mm-hmm. also being like, this is just what these movies are. Like she gives Morpheus like a pair of sunglasses and... He's like, these are nice sunglasses. Like, he talks about the sunglasses. Right, right. And they never even, like, mention the word sunglasses in any of the Matrix movies up to this right, point. Right, right. So, like, they talk about that. Or, like, he's, like, he's, like, you know, the first Morpheus was, like, you know, lightning and thunder crashing. And here I am walking out of a bathroom stall. It's ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. they make comments about how, like, it's not going to be as cool as the original. Like, nothing's going to top that. Like, they right, make yeah. a, 
conscious choice to address that, which I thought was cool. I mean, overall, I thought it was really an entertaining movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was really entertaining. I liked it a lot, too, but... I, I I wanted more from the fight scenes. Yeah. I think yeah. Th- I think that left a lot to be desired. But I think, like, when you think of the Matrix movies... You think of fight sequences. Yeah. like And you think of cool ones that have something unique. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, none of that. Not, well, yeah. there, it's not even a... I, I felt like there wasn't even a fucking attempt for that. Yeah, I was... I think about halfway through the second fight scene, That's I was true. like... Maybe the other Wachowski was the fight one. I said that. Really? <laughs> I said that to Jason when I got only home. One of them I came said, back for this. I said one was dialogue and one was fight scenes, and we know which one we got. Yeah. We got the dialogue one, and they and they went for it yeah. wholeheartedly with the dialogue, and it was greatly improved in the character development. They also had like some co-writers, which I feel like was very much needed. I was like, yeah. if you had had some other writers come in on the second and third movies, they might have been a little better. Yeah. Um, I feel like if it had flipped around and it was like. Okay, the dialogue in this movie is atrocious, but the fight scenes are impeccable. I would have liked it a lot less because yeah. there's less to salvage there. You're like, because the, yeah. that's the case with some of the sequels. Like mm-hmm. the the second, yeah, I mean the dialogue is what the drives chase the sequence is it's really cool in the, in the, on the freeway, but it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the dialogue just makes me want to like no, take you're a nap. definitely right about that. Yeah, like um, it was definitely witty and it was smart. But and there was a lot well of, thought out. Yeah. And but you're right. This the fight sequences didn't really have any kind of like gimmick or anything. like the Yeah, there was nothing cool about the it. The second movie had like okay, there's him versus some agents at the beginning just to like kick you off. Yeah. And it's him versus 100 agents. Looks wonky, but whatever. It's it's like that that's the that's the fight. Right. And then there's was it the highway? No, it was him in that chateau and now they have like hand-to-hand combat weapons. They're they're mm-hmm. they're like Ninja Turtles basically. <laughs> and then now here's like a highway. They all had like a different gimmick right. or a different there thing. There was something. And they, you know they vary in quality, but they were pretty cool and had different yeah. reasons for being. But like in and, this one, and yeah, like the it was like stage that was train. set for it, I, I was like, okay, they're just in a warehouse basement. Like, yeah, this is the weird. best. Like, come on, this is the best we could come up with for this. Yeah, and Jonathan and, Groff was like, here we are again, and I'm like, yeah. I got it. Yeah. We got it. You're here again. You're yeah. fighting again. I know. It just Jesus, didn't, dude. yeah. It just didn't feel like they thought they thought the fight scenes out well enough to make them like they were just like they said action. Let's make it action packed, but not like you know. Let's flesh this out and see what can we mm-hmm. do to make this be like a really unique fight scene. And then the Frenchman randomly coming back, yeah. and yelling, yelling unintelligible nonsense from the corner. Yeah. Well, because I was like, is he speaking French or is yeah, he, just, he like, was speaking French for uh, a lot? Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, this is just unintelligible, but he was actually speaking a different language. I need to go. Oh, you have to go. Yeah, mm. it's time to get Adrian. Oh, okay. so, sorry, call, guys. We're gonna call a wrap on this one. Go. Yeah. No, no, you guys can keep talking about it. No, well, I think we're good. Yeah, I, I think, think we said all we needed yeah. to say. All right. I mean, I think we go on for sorry. like half forty minutes. I mean, we went over an hour for Nightmare and Alley. And yeah, that was like a yeah. little too. Okay. I think it was a little too long for a YouTube video. Well, all right. Anyway, so you got this yeah, you, so uh, you would give it. What's your final review? How many stars do you give it? Out of what is it? Five stars? What do we do? Great on yeah. it. Yeah. We usually do, do like, like a letter, letter grade. grade. Oh, you do a letter grade. Yeah. I would say this was like a B plus, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe even an A minus. I'm not sure. I was very stoked on it when it ended. I thought yeah. it ended very strongly. So I might have to reevaluate a little bit to get, be a little more, more yeah. harsh. Because I'm right. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a movie that ends on a strong note. And so when, yes. when Neo Same. and Trinity are like just basically like flipping off the the dude and like flying away like holding hands i was yeah. like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cool but Same. like there's flaws in it there's like more flaws and, but like out of the gate i was like that movie kicked ass like a a minus yeah like i say like solid b yeah solid b that's that's fair yeah it's like dc plus, plus for me <laughs> yeah c plus i don't know grade all the matrix movies huh what about all the rest yeah of grade them? the rest <laughs> What's the first one? Uh, no pressure. One, but I would soon. say A minus. Oh, that's yeah, fair for the first one. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Two and three, C, maybe D plus. Mm-hmm. Just I'm not. I don't know. That's yeah. fair. I think those, um, those are both very. Fair and and for the for the fourth one, I it might be better. Like if I watch it and I'm a little more into, <laughs> and you don't have a, and I'm a not stomach full asleep, of matrix. Without yeah. marathoning it. Yeah. yeah. It, my assessment might be a little bit more forgiving. You're like, but... you're making me review this piece of pie after I've eaten, like, an entire cake. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, Bruce, Bruce Bogtrotter. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like... So, for right now, I would say C. Yeah. I think, 
I think but there a, were very, a very strong like, attempt to do yeah. the fucking impossible. Yeah. How do you revisit that franchise? Right. There were You've definitely already said a lot. Things yeah. that I liked. They tried to do a lot more with it than, say, like, the new Star Wars movie or whatever. Like, they right. Tried to, like, oh, God. Yeah. You don't like the new Star Wars movie? Mm-hmm. We'll get into that soon. Yeah, that's what I say. We don't have enough time for that. That is a whole can of worms. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to call a wrap on this one. All right. All right. So if you uh, have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up. Uh, the dog, dog's telling there us we're done is. with for she's, sure. She's over it. If you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, or want to review us, uh, hit up your uh, a podcast app of choice. And we are joined at the unhip at gmail.com. And uh, we are on Twitter at unhip pod. That's something. Yep. Something or other. I forget every time. I don't yeah. Maybe more people communicate to us. Hint, <laughs> hint, you guys. But uh, thank you, Mel. Yeah, for oh, thanks for having me. So it was really fun. And with we us. would like to have uh, you back and also other guests. I know our mutual friend Hannah also wants to come on to talk to Yana about books and stuff. So cool. I might have to just be behind the camera for that because I'm reading off books. But uh, cool. anyway, you guys have yourselves a good week. Bye bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.